Welcome to the Mount Olive Baptist Church podcast. I'm Pastor Carl Stokes. We appreciate you being here today with us. Our desire is to preach the Word of God effectively and clearly so that you can understand God's desire for you in your life. Tonight we're continuing our study in 1 John and we're Last week we looked at the first part of chapter 4. Tonight we're going to look at... It's... I've... I want to say it's 1 John chapter 5, but really you can't look at 1 John chapter 5 until you look at the rest of chapter 4, starting in verse 7. And we've been looking at all of these aspects of what does it mean to be a child of God? What does it mean to live in the light? What does it mean to be someone who is allowing God to be the first and foremost part of your life and allowing God to to lead you and direct you in your life? And remember, uh, John is writing this to a group of believers who have had these uh, people come into the the fellowship of the church and they're uh, trying to to teach all these different teachings about who Jesus is and and they're leading people astray and and so John has been really uh, emphasizing who Jesus Christ is and who we need to be in Jesus Christ and so uh, we come to this passage of scripture in First John chapter four and and verse seven it says. Uh, uh, it's an admonition from John in terms of... And, and if you remember, the first couple of chapters of First John dealt with uh, three conditions on how uh, we uh, need to be children of the light. And then uh, with chapter... Uh, Chapter 3, John began to say, okay, well, now that we've seen these three conditions of how we need to live, of rejecting the uh, the sins of the world, uh, uh, rejecting temptation, rejecting the world, and uh, living in love, we, uh, we then looked at what does it mean to put these things into practice. And... So we've kind of been through that, uh, through those three steps again in the second half of 1 John. And now we come to a portion of uh, the Scripture that kind of sums it all up. And, and he says, Beloved, let us love one another for the love of God, uh, for love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. And he lo- that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. In this was manifest the love of God towards us, because that God sent His only begotten Son into the world that we might live through Him. Herein is love, not that we love God, but that, God, uh, that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. No man has seen God at any time, and if if we love one another, God dwelleth in us, and His love is perfected in us. Hereby we know that we dwell in Him, and He is in us, because we have, He hath given us of His Spirit. And that's really the nutshell of all of this is what uh, John is trying to tell us. 
We've been talking about living a certain way in order to, to be children of God. And he's saying, in essence, God is love. God is the essence of love. He, he didn't, John didn't turn the situation around and say love is God. He said God is love. Love is, divi- is defined not by what we do, but what God does. And John says, look, God is uh, love. He, he doesn't say God, uh, he doesn't say just that God loves. He said God is love. He says, if we are of God, we ought to have attributes of God. And he says, if we're going to have those attributes of God, we need to understand that God is love. He says, in the way in which we demonstrate that we are His children, that we are His people, is that we are a reflection of His love towards us. He says, look, God is love and we ought to love one another. We ought to love uh, those who are a part of our uh, our church. We ought to love people that are in our community. We ought to love others. And he said, look, if we're to demonstrate that we have the presence of God in us, if we are uh, to, if, if we truly have God in us, then we ought to love others. We ought to love people the way that God loved us. He said, um, God is love and God is so much love that He showed us His love and He, he manifested His love. Now, Manifested means God put love into the form of a person in that He sent His Son to demonstrate God's love towards us, that He would die for us, that He would do that even when we didn't love Him. You know, it's easy to love someone when they're showing love to you and to me. It's easy when to be nice to people when they're nice to us. But what's the real challenge is is when people are ugly towards us. I remember one time when I was working uh, for a bank and I was not working with the general public. I was working in one of these situations where it was just employees of the bank working in that environment. And uh, uh, we had customers, but we didn't see the customers. Our work came to us. We did the work, and we sent it back out. And so a lot of things happen in that environment that wouldn't happen when you have the public present because simply you, you don't want to... Sh- it's just like... Uh, uh, and your family, you don't you don't argue in front of company, right? <laughs> and just put it plain and simple. Uh, you act a certain way when you when you have company over, but then you act a different way when the company leaves and you get and you're all at home all alone. And uh, uh, we we even had concerns with well, wait a minute, don't t- don't yell too loud. Somebody next door might hear us, uh, but. We were in a work environment where it was all employees, so things happen sometimes when uh, in that environment that wouldn't happen if there were other, uh, people from the public there. And uh, a lot of times when you're dependent on somebody else to do work, 
and you're, uh, in order to do your work and whether or not you're successful in doing your job is dependent on somebody else being successful in their job. A lot of times uh, it can cause petty bickering back and forth. And, and I was in a situation like that. Uh, I'd gotten a promotion when some uh, people in the office didn't think I should have gotten it because uh, I hadn't worked there as long as they had. But I, I was producing and working and it wasn't about how long you've been there, but how well you were doing your job. So I was just sitting there doing my job, and and I got uh, a little bit of a promotion. It wasn't much, really. It wasn't much. Um, but uh, one of the other ladies uh, that was working there wanted to take it out on me simply because I took the place of her friend that left, and she didn't like the fact that I got promoted. And so she started yelling at me and and showing out on me but I think more than anything was is she knew I was, this was during the time while I was a, a, a seminary student, she was waiting to see how I'd react as a, as a Christian, as a seminary student. She was waiting to see, okay, here you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this all up in your face. Now let's see how you're going to act. And the world's like that. The world wants to see how we're... The world knows that we're supposed to demonstrate God's love. The world knows that we're supposed to live a certain way. The, the people in the world understand that. And, and really, we are to demonstrate that love. We're to demonstrate that uncommon love of God. That God demonstrated His love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, while we were still uh, not living according to God's desire... He showed His love. I had a pastor one time uh, that was preaching on this particular passage of Scripture, and he said, while we were still shaking our fist at God in anger, He loved us and showed His love towards us. While we were in defiance to God and trying to resist Him, it's just like that little child that... that is sick and you're trying to get medicine down their throat and they're resisting it. They're doing everything they can to keep from taking that uh, castor oil or whatever it is that, that they need to take to get better. They're doing everything to keep it and they're struggling and everything. And you're trying to get them to take it because you know they can't get better with, uh, without the medicine. They'll feel so much better once they take it. Now, when I was younger, uh, uh, I I went on a mission trip, and this was during a time where uh, I couldn't do. You know, I didn't take. I didn't. I wore glasses at the time, so uh, I didn't like things going in, at my eye or in my eye. Uh, since I started wearing contacts, though, you, that's what you do. You put the contacts in your eye, and you got to touch your eye and, and all that. But I I went on this mission trip. And uh, they had a, a below-ground pool that was one of those that was dug out of the ground, and then they just put a liner down, and then they filled it with water. And every day after we got done with our, our task and our responsibilities, when I, went, when I got back to the house uh, and I had some free time, I was in their pool. They, they made it available to us, and, and I took a good advantage of it. I loved to swim. And I was in that pool so much, my eyes were just beat red because I'd, I'd opened my eyes while I was in the pool swimming. And uh, I, it got to be so bad, I couldn't open my eyes 
because uh, they were just so irritated and red. And uh, the leaders were trying to give me medicine to put in my eyes, dropping that. And they had to hold me down on a bed and hold my head still so that I would... They could hold my eyes open so they could drop drops into my eyes. And a lot of times we're that way with God's love. We've got to be held down. You know, we're sitting there resisting, trying everything that we can to keep from uh, facing God. And, and But He's loving us in spite of all of that. In spite of all of our resistance, God loved us. God showed us His love in, uh, even when we were resisting Him, trying to keep from... Uh, he says, Let us love one another because uh, love is of God and everyone that loveth is born of God. He, he goes a step for, further in saying, You can't love unless you have God within you. You can't really love someone else unless God is of you. God is of, uh, God is of love and God so much personifies love that you can't really love another person unless God is in you. And he says you're going to know that they're a person who uh, God is a part of their life by how much love they have in their life. Wouldn't it be wonderful to, to, that if all of us would not forget that? I, I remember a guy that uh, he, he eventually became the campus minister. But as a student, I remember the first, first couple of days on campus... He was walking around with a big smile and saying hey to everybody. I don't know where this uh, guy was from the boonies or whatever, but I guess because I grew up in the city, we didn't go around talking to everybody. This this uh, uh, yokel came on campus and he was he was waving and saying hey and shaking everybody's hand. I thought, what's he trying to do? Run for student body president or something? Well, of course they made him student go- uh, body president. Everybody <laughs> knew him. Everybody liked him. He was nice. To everybody i put my head down went to class didn't say too much unless i was talked to or asked a question or whatever and he was going around greeting everybody say just a smile as big as his head and 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 he was shaking there well he was it wasn't that he was just trying to run for student body president he had the love of god in him he was demonstrating the love of god he, it it was so much he was so filled with the love of god in him it was spilling out all over the place. And that's how we're all supposed to be. We're all supposed to live with so much love of God in us that it's hard for anybody to see us without knowing. Yep, that, you're so different. It's got to be because God lives in you. And that's what, what God expects of us. We're to, God is, has so much love that we're to, it's to ooze out of our pores. He that loveth not knoweth not God. He says, if you don't love God, if you don't love other people, then God's love's not in you. He says, if you if God is a part of your life, then you then you have to love other people. And so that he he gives the converse. He says, if you don't love others, then God can't be a part of your life. So he says, 
the reason for that is, is because God is love. And he said, God is so much love that he sent his son, his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. Herein is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation of our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought to also love one another. No man has seen God at any time. And if we love one another, God dwelleth in us and His love is perfected in us. Hereby we know that we dwell in Him and He is in us because He hath given us of His Spirit. He says, in essence, He's saying, look, nobody has seen the face of God. But if God lives in us, people ought to be able to see God. Think about that for a minute. I've heard over and over and over again throughout my life that we've got to be careful how we, uh, we act towards others because we may be the only Bible that other people see. John says, no, no, it's not the Bible. He says, you need to understand that you may be the only image of God that someone sees. Realize that you need to love others in such a way that it demonstrates God because you may be the only image of God's love that someone sees in their life. And I think about all those teachers in, in schools and all the, with uh, teaching all those children. And let me tell you, children in school can be a challenge. It can be hard to love those kids because a lot of those kids that don't have love in their life. They don't have parents that love them. They don't have parents that demonstrate the love that a parent is supposed to have for them. And so when they come to school they and when they're out in public, they don't expect to see love from anyone because they don't see it at home. We've got to love other people and love others, even when they're difficult, when they're a struggle to love, when they're ugly to us, when they're challenging like that lady was in my office while I was a seminary student, or when uh, we're encountering people when we just don't feel like it. We ought to express the love of God. We ought to be lit up like my friend with the love of God every moment because God's love lives in us. We ought to express that love. We ought to demonstrate that love just like God demonstrated His love towards us. And He loved us when we didn't love Him. We ought to love others even when they don't love us because God has given us His Spirit, He said. The reason you can love others that way is because God has given His Spirit of love to us and He's demonstrated that love towards us. And He's given us that love in, a, in our life through His Spirit. He says, And we have seen and do testify that the Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. Whosoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwelleth in Him and He in God. 
And we have known and believed the love of God hath uh, to us. God is love. There it is again. He, he says, look, He can't express it enough how much God is love. He says, God is love, and He hath that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God and God in Him. Hereby, herein is our love made perfect, that we may have uh, boldness in the day of judgment, because he, as He is, so are we in this world. And he says, And there is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear, because fear hath torment, and he, hath feareth, he that feareth is not made perfect in love. And we love him because he first loved us. And if any man say, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother, whom we have seen, uh, how can he love God? whom he hath not seen. And this commandment have we from him, that we that he who loveth God love his brother also. So we have get, gotten all of that prelude as to how we ought to have the love of God. That God is the source of all love. That God is the personification of love, that Jesus Christ is the personification of God's love for us, and that that the love of God came down and expressed His love towards us when we didn't love Him, and all of that. He says, now you know where this love comes from. Now you know how God has demonstrated His love. He says in chapter 5, Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God, and everyone that loveth Him that begat, lo- uh, begat loveth Him also that is begotten of Him. By this we know that uh, lo- uh, we love the children of God when we love God and keep His commandments. For this is the love of God, that we keep His commandments, and His commandments are not grievous. For whosoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. He says... Here's the summation of all that we've been discussing. He's saying, look, if you believe that Jesus is the Son of God, then you understand the love of God and, you under, and you've been witness to the love of God. And if you believe that Jesus is the Son of God, then His love dwells in you and you ought to love others. And you demonstrate... And, and look, God calls us to love others, but how do we show love to God? He says, how is it that we're to love others and we're to love with, with the love of God? How do we love God? Because God deserves our love. God expects our love. God should have our love because He's loved us. How, how do we demonstrate that love? He says we, love, we demonstrate our love towards God by being obedient to His commandments. Being obedient to His commands in our life. We can show love towards each other on a daily basis because we have areas in which we can demonstrate that love, the love of God, and we can and and when other people don't demonstrate uh, don't deserve our love, we can love them and demonstrate the love of God. But the way in which we demonstrate love back to God is to obey His commands. 
And so we've got really all three criteria right there. Believe that Jesus is uh, the Son of God, uh, love others, and obey His commands in our life. And those that's the... Uh, the the census, uh, uh, the, the thesis of all that he is saying, we ought to, to love others, understand and know who God, uh, Jesus Christ is as the Son of God, His Son, and as such, if we love God, we're going to love His, uh, His Son, and we're to uh, express our love to God by obeying His commands. It's the, uh, uh, the culmination of all that 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 John has been trying to express to us in that we are to express God's love by loving uh, God, loving Jesus Christ His Son, loving others, and expressing our love to God by being obedient to His commands. That's the culmination of what God desires of His people, of what God wants for His people, to love him to love others, demonstrate his love to everyone in your life, to God, to each other, to those in the world. We're to demonstrate the love of God. Love comes from God. God is the source of love. God deserves our love because of his expressing his love towards us. And we're called to love others the way He loved us. We're called to love each other because God's love dwells within us. And we demonstrate the love that we have for God by being obedient to His command of going out and loving others. And so John is, is summing up the whole message of, of 1 John in a demonstration of the love of God. God's love towards us, our love to each other, and our love towards God. That's the crux of what we are to do. If we do that, then we are His children. We are demonstrating that He lives within us because we are demonstrating His love. We are ex- an expression of God's love and what God has done in us by how we love e- uh, each other and how we love others. And that's hard. That's not an easy task. But... It's not our love that we're trying to express. It's the love of God. It's God's love that we're expressing. And, and, and that means when somebody's ugly to you and when they're testing you by saying, well, okay, the Bible says you're supposed to turn the other cheek. I'm going to slap you on the side of the head and now I'm going to wait for you to turn the other cheek. It's not your love that you're uh, supposed to demonstrate. It's the love of God. God's love that does turn the other cheek. When you want to lash out in anger and smack him upside the head because he smacked you upside the head, you ought to express the love of God. We're called to express God's love that loved when the world was striking out at God. God demonstrated His love in Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Dear Gracious Father, Lord, we thank You for Your love and we praise You for the demonstration of Your love in our life. And Lord, we pray that You'd help us to to show Your love to others, to be a demonstration of Your love, uh, the love that dwells within us. Lord, help us to, to express Your love, the love that 
that that was given to us while we were yet sinners, while we were still striking out against you. Lord, help us to share that love with others. Lord, help us to 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 be that light of of who you are, so the world will see and know your love and invite you into their life. Lord, we praise you and thank you for all that you are. And we exalt you. Lord, help us to be your people walking in the light, demonstrating your love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.